This episode of Comic Book Junto is brought to you by Bear Fruit, a Philadelphia-based lifestyle brand dedicated to turning beliefs into creative action and inspiring others to do the same. Head over to bearfruit.com, that's B-3-A-R-F-R-U-I-T.com, and sign up for our newsletter. While you're there, check out our other podcast, The Beautiful Struggle, a weekly conversation series hosted by me, Octavius A. Newman, featuring various guests telling their origin story. Don't forget to grab some merch from our online store. As a reward for being a loyal Comic Book Junto listener, use promo code CBJ to get 10% off your next order. Bear fruit. Believe. Create. Inspire. Now let's start the show. Junto special one-shot edition for Rogue One, a Star Wars story. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman. I'm the creator of Bear Fruit, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam Jin Erso, Tatteris. Yes. I love it when it just fits. It like just that. goes right. I like when it just it, it just slides in there. Like, let me steal that main character's name. Yeah. Uh yeah, thank that's, you for that. That's appropriate. Thank you, Jin. Thank you, Urso family. Yeah. Thank you, Galen Urso, for everything you did. Yeah. Uh, for my bad and good. Yeah. All the good stuff, the bad stuff, the Death Star, the exhaust pipes, and the J name. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So, if you guys don't know, we are here to do something special that we do on Comic Book Junto, which is a one shot. Now, what a rogue one shot? Oh! oh, aka rogue one shot. Rogue one shot. There a it Star is. Wars story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a one shot in comic book world land um, culture is a standalone comic book that could be Batman, Superman, Spider Man, whatever man, it, whatever woman, whatever, whatever, uh, whatever kind of character. But it's a standalone story, beginning, middle, and end, completed all in that one book. That is not necessarily a part of continuity, not mm-hmm. necessarily not a part of continuity, but this story stands alone. It doesn't disrupt the current timeline of what's going on. So right now we are on episode number 50 of Comic Book Junto, I believe. But yeah. 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 In the regular continuity. Regular continuity. And epi- episode 51 is coming up this week. Right. Yeah. But this is going to be a, uh, an episode we just talk about, review, and spoil Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Yeah, like big time spoil. And this yeah. is one of those movies that I, I know you change your Facebook cover, uh, or I saw people changing their Facebook covers uh-huh. uh, where it was like, Star Wars, don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. Like, please, please take, the, uh, take this movie seriously, even though you know how it's going to end if you saw the original trilogy, the Star Wars movies. Well, episode. hold on, hold on, hold on. Because you're doing a lot. Let's, let's, get, let's get the spoiler out. Let's get the spoiler out let now. Let me just say this now. Because even saying this I know, could be a spoiler. Let me just, there are, Adam? Here's what I'm clarifying. I'm on your side. I'm, this is for the Blackout Congregation. Uh-huh. I am protecting the Blackout Congregation. Uh-huh. Even though... This movie slides in between. Stop, it's, it's saying, let's Yo, just, you cannot. <laughs> yes. You cannot. Yes. It's important to... Uh, uh, spoilers. It's important for people to know where this movie is. Right, but let's just say spoilers first. Nah, come on. <laughs> okay, look. Here, let me, let me get this out here. Right. If it's a spoiler to say what year the movie exists in, the, co- the continuity, then the whole premise of the movie is a spoiler. Adam. Do you recognize that there are people who have seen this entire movie and walked out the front door 
not knowing where it is in continuity. I do not recognize this population. This is a real Absolutely population. not. This is. There are people that have seen the entire movie and walked out scratching their head going, wait, how come... Spoilers. How come... How come Han Solo's not in this? Are you telling me that How somebody... How come Luke Skywalker's not Somebody in this? walked out of this movie and said, I didn't see Harry Potter once in this film. It doesn't make probably, sense to me in continuity. Probably. And no. I thought this was by the same people who made Captain America and all that. Well, I was technically it is. That is Disney. So they, they, they got so this. So this is why we have to assume that people don't know things. You know what? I was protecting the blackout congregation, but I'm starting a rebel army now. Because <laughs> this is ridiculous. It's like an empire, huh? It's ridiculous. Yeah. So listen. It's a peace-building mechanism, not a Death Star. <laughs> Spoilers for Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Yeah. And... Because of where Rogue One lands in continuity with the rest of the Star Wars movies, spoilers for the rest of the Star Wars movies, spoilers for A New Hope, spoilers for Return of the Jedi, spoilers for Empire Strikes Back, spoilers for, what's the joint that J.J. Abrams just did? Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. Like, you know what's so interesting? We started out this year with a Force Awakens. Force Awakens. And we are ending this year with Rogue One. Yeah. But, yeah. For the sake of the blackout congregation, mm. for those of you that are trying to stay black, we are just letting you know, if you don't want to know about these movies, because there is continuity, we're going to have to talk about other pieces in order to make different things make sense. Stop listening. Hit pause. Watch Rogue One and then come back. How much time has to pass before it is absolutely okay to, to skip the spoiler warning and talk about Darth Vader and Luke? Like their relationship. What do you mean? I mean, like the pop culture icon of Luke. I think I am your father. Let's have let's let's talk about this real quick. Yeah, let's talk about this. Here's my mentality. All right, there's lawful and profitable. Okay, you can be right or you can have relationship. Sure, sure, sure. You see what I'm saying? I see. So, for the sake of relationship, for the sake of being welcoming, for the Mm -hmm. sake of being respectful and kind, Mm -hmm. right? I don't have to take my shoes off when I walk in your house. I don't have to. I'm a grown really, man. I mean, you can't, I, I you can't you make me take my shoes off. I just really wish you would. But you also might not be invited in my house either. Sure. You see what I'm saying? So for my mentality is, let me just be polite. Mm-hmm. Let me just be kind. Well, because if I take the mentality, which is lawful, mm-hmm. man, Star Wars came out, blah, blah, blah. I wasn't it, blah, 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 blah. Or you could just say spoilers. Mm-hmm. Just as a courtesy. But does that also mean we have to do a spoiler warning for other like pop culture uh, uh, landmarks. It's like, a matter of hey, it's a matter of courtesy for me. For December, me, it's kindness. It's de- an it's de- an intentionality. December twenty fifth, Christmas is coming up. Spoilers, spoilers. spoilers. <laughs> Santa Claus is coming to town. He's not real. Spoilers, spoilers. spoilers. Now that's actually a spoiler. Spoiler. Santa not being real is an actual spoiler. <laughs> you know, there's a real whole faction of people that are like, do you tell your kids or do you not tell your kids? I'm sure that's a conversation. And they like that. fussing and fighting with each other and people getting mad because teachers are telling their kids that, you know, Santa is or isn't real or different parents or different family members are telling different people's kids. Yeah. Like, that's a whole thing. And well, that's I mean, a like, that's a form of spoilers. If you, like, do you want to be the one to tell your kid? Are you ever going to tell your kid? That's up to you. Yeah, but how long are you going to gaslight your kid and just lie? But that's the whole point. This is how you want to raise your child. You can't come to my child and tell my child what I don't want you to tell him. Oh, it's my, just like it's just like having you know the conversation about sex. Some people don't want the teacher to have their conversation 
with se- about sex with their kid. Well, they maybe they're not ready to have that conversation yet, or maybe they want to have it, or maybe they know their child intimately and specifically, and they have certain things going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me get, let me, let me just make this totally clear. Okay, the conversation about sex is not synonymous with the conversation with whether or not Luke and Vader are... You recognize he, how he, we got here, right? Yeah, but here's what I'm saying. I'm like... This look, was a progressive conversation. conversation. It went from one... It went from spoilers <laughs> to when can you tell about Star Wars to just being kind to Santa Claus yeah. to... So this, this, there was a journey to get there. Yeah. And there's a... The, the Junto is welcoming. The, yeah. the point of the Junto is to make sure that all of us enter into this in a comfortable place mm-hmm. so we can have conversations with one another that, and that's, regardless right. of your knowledge uh, or lack thereof right. of the movie, the franchise, the canon, whatever. Um, uh, that said, spoiler, 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 three, two, one. It's your fault. Rogue One is an interesting movie mm-hmm. because it... What for a, a number of reasons. One, it exists between the new trilogy of movies. So there's episode one, two, three, and the original trilogy, episodes four, five, six. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like an episode three point five. It's weird. Or technically, it has way more association to episode four mm-hmm. than it does to the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. So there's that. To me, this is episode three. Yeah, to me, this is like it. Like it may as it, well be episode one because I just forgot about the. Original well, yeah, trilogy. it all depends on what you're talking about. Like there are a lot of people who, in the Star Wars fandom, do not acknowledge episodes one, two, and three. Yeah, it's almost like they didn't happen. Yeah. So for the sake of this conversation, we know they exist, but we're probably not going to do a whole lot of conversation about that. It's very little related, you know, to this movie and the original. Those. Uh, movies, I should say. Yeah. The the newer movies. Yeah. And when people reference Star Wars, oftentimes they're referencing A New Hope, Return of the Jedi, and Empire Strikes Back. Is that the order? Uh, yeah, yeah. A New Hope. It, no, no. A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Empire Strikes Return, Return of the Return Jedi. Jedi. Excuse me. Yeah. So that's um, four, five, six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and to me, this movie, even though it's a spinoff, Rogue One, a Star Wars story, it's literally the first Star Wars movie. Like it's it's like the first Star Wars movie because this is not a spinoff. This is a prequel. This is like the prequel that they were trying to make, mm-hmm. you know, with one, two, and three. Like they were trying to explain the story. Like that mean whatever. That's like a lot of people are like man, whatever. We need to know all that. <laughs> this is the part that we needed to know. This whole Death Star and these plans and you know Leia has this thing and we got to get this and help me Obi Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Da 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 da. How do we get there? Like what you get? You remember? What? We talked about New Hope, and I was like, I don't care about this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care about any of these people. Hey, unpopular opinion alert. Unpopular opinion Truly. alert. And Truly. this is like episode one where I did the same thing, where I was like, I don't give a crap about Star Wars A New Hope. It doesn't, it's not a good movie. It hurts when me. You, when you go back and watch these movies, when you <laughs> no, actually God. sit down and watch no. them, you're like, man, we can't this revisit. is not a good movie. We can't go there. This is not a good movie. I, can't, we- I don't care. I don't care about what you guys are talking about. I don't know who anybody is. Uh-huh. I don't know what's going on. Uh-huh. I don't know what the significance of anything is. It, and it doesn't matter to me. Like yeah. if you remove all of the prestige and, oh, you're a geek. That was a good movie. Yes, it was. That was good. If you remove all that, though, you're a geek. Oh, you have to like Star Wars. If yeah. you sit, if you just sit down and watch the movie and don't know nothing about it, like my nieces and nephews, sure, or like you know maybe someone who's in their early teens, mm-hmm. twelve, thirteen, fourteen, you know, and just show a movie, they're gonna look at it and go, 
I mean, I guess it was. Guess. No, you you can't say that. You Why can't, can't I say you that? You have no authority over what a teenager watching Star Wars for the first time might say. Because they could say, yo, that was cool. They and could then they say might that. see, like, you know, uh, a, a movie that just came out and be like, how come movies look so different now? Lil Yachty's one of the hottest rappers out. <laughs> okay. I'm not. Okay. I'm not here for that. 21. <laughs> 21. <laughs> it's kind of catchy. I guess. <laughs> but, uh, but, I mean, but, I, 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 all I'm, I'm saying it all to say, Rogue One is like the prequel that I needed to give a crap about A New Hope. That's my point. And that's after watching Rogue One, it's like, ah, now A New Hope makes sense. Now I'm in. Now I care. Now I understand what's going on. I get, I get the gravity of what's going on and why this matters in the grand scheme of this entire story that you're telling me. Now I care. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, when I just saw A New Hope, I didn't care. But I saw what happened to all these people and all of the stuff that went down to make this happen. Now I'm in. I, okay, let me start first by saying I loved Rogue One. I loved Rogue One. Yes. And according to my, my Facebook timeline, according to my Twitter timeline, I am not the majority. That this is not a oh yeah this is not a majority held yeah? belief hot take alert hot take hot take alert here we go you ready okay, for this my hot take is this was an excellent movie mm-hmm. the hot take is most people don't think it should have been made hey, wait for my hot take go ahead best Star Wars movie made uh, hot take alert okay so I like, warned you here's the thing best Star Wars movie made Rogue One a Star Wars story. At Octavius A. Newman, a.k.a. Red, Black, and Green <laughs> look, Goblin, look, look, a.k.a. Look. Brat Panther, a.k.a. T'Challa French shows, a.k.a. 21 Savage Land. Come holla at me. Debate <laughs> me on Twitter. Look, th- I can say the beauty of this show, of us talking right now, is that we have different opinions and we're going to figure out why we hold those different opinions. And mm-hmm. first we should probably talk about what the movie is mm-hmm. and, and, and all that, the, the, all of that matters. But this movie came into a franchise that is more protected. I feel like than any franchise ever, like even Marvel movies, start and restart and get redone. And people, mm-hmm. you know, we deal with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a new Spider-Man. Okay. Oh, Genki, oh, oh, Genki's in this one. Yeah, oh, okay. Genki's in this one, but no Miles. I'm okay. Uh, oh, we were just going to do Hulk again, but we did Hulk, the, the Incredible Hulk with Ang Lee. But now it's it's a different person. Now it's Edward Norton. Okay, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. But like Star Wars doesn't work that really do way. That. They don't do that. It doesn't work that way. If they try to do that, people would be pretty. They'd have opinions. Yeah, and this this movie is significant because this is the first movie, Star Wars movie, that has been released in theaters that is not a part of the sequence, mm. the episode well, one, two, well, three, so what on. You mean, so on. I mean numerically? Yeah, yeah. But um, I would argue. Because, but the thing is, is that is that's a really important distinction. Think about the title of this movie. The title of this movie is Rogue One, mm-hmm. a Star Wars story. Right. It is not. Star Wars, Rogue One. That's significant. This is a, a a story from a corner of the same universe with a lot of characters that you might see in previous films and a lot of wink, wink, nudge, nudge to other movies that you've seen. In fact, more like cameos and Easter eggs for Star Wars nerds than 
than most movies, but done in a really artful way. Hmm. And this movie is not in episode one or in episode two or in episode three. Might as well be episode zero. And the reason that. that's significant is This is like a zero issue. This is kind of like, this is, this is like a, a zero issue or a mm-hmm. point one or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Because the reason that's significant is this allows a new filmmaker to come in and to tell a different kind of story mm-hmm. with a very different tone yes. and a very different intention. Yes. And I believe that's an incredibly important aspect and a strength of this movie. Yes. It where, didn't have that pressure of being the next one. Yeah. But it snuck in there. Yeah. It's like the marketing and branding was like, oh, I don't have the expectation of canon and all that kind of stuff. But it snuck right in there. Mm-hmm. It's a canon. And the significance of this, when our children grow up, you know, and when our younger nieces and nephews and cousins grow up, and if they get into Star Wars, we're going to, like, you know how it used to be like, here's the order. Watch Star Wars in this order. Yeah. Now it's going to be like Rogue One, A New Hope. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's I the order now. I wonder. Because, I wonder. no, that, Adam, look me in the eyes. No. That is the order. But it ain't. It ain't. Adam, because what would... You, there are you, prequels that there are prequels that come in, in the timeline. They come before this movie. What? Episode Movies? one, episode two, and episode three sure. all happen first. Sure. So, in order... What you're saying is we have to watch this one before all the other ones. No, no, no. But, I'm saying you have to watch Rogue One before you watch the original three in order to get the full story. Adam, what are you, what are you fighting with me? Here's the problem. You know that what I'm saying is a fact. No, it's not though. Adam, and this is, and again, I have have to reinforce your son or daughter or both your whole tribe are sitting down. I'm going to introduce you to star Wars, Mm -hmm. whatever order machete order or whatever. Sure. 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 But you're starting, you're, you're now going to move to the, the original three. Yes. You're going to have them watch a new hope before rogue one. All day, every day. That doesn't make any sense. Are you? It was made in 1977. You're going to have them watch one. Rogue One first? No. Why? No. You don't want them to have the context? Let me explain something really important to I bet Star you, Wars. I bet you didn't expect we were going to be going back and forth about this. I really did not. Because <laughs> and, and like, here's the thing. Again, let me reiterate. Uh-huh. I loved this movie. I had me- such a good time. And not only that. Yes. The 3D, when I saw this movie, mm-hmm. the 3D was Busted. Mm, oh, the projectionist what? was. I don't know what happened. What are you but talking the, about? The foreground and the background were not aligned, so I was able to see both things on the same plane okay, of not, vision. That's not cool. But one was always blurry and one was not, which meant my head hurt. It just didn't look right. Mm. I couldn't. I had to look away from the screen at times. I still maintain that I loved this movie, not liked. Mm-hmm. That I loved this movie. I'm with and you. I still left. You're like, yo, that was the coolest. Everything about that was the coolest. Mm-hmm. However, this movie felt like a fan film to me. And it was like a Star Wars fan. The director, Gareth Edwards, who did the new Godzilla movie in 2014. Not Shin Godzilla. Which was not Shin Godzilla, but the American, like he did not do our surgery. He did that thick John. Like yeah. 2014, thick yeah. John Godzilla. He did that one with the <laughs> Godzilla, Godzilla thick John. Yo, he was you see him? Yeah, I seen him. Yeah, he tree trunks. <laughs> uh I loved that movie, but that movie was polarizing too. But um I I think Gareth Edwards is a fan of Star Wars through and through. 
And he was like, if I had a chance to make a Star Wars movie, it would be like this. And he made that movie. And I'm so thankful to him because I think this is the kind of movie that we deserve a taste, a different flavor, different characters, different style, a darker tone on the universe, but still winks toward all the reasons why we love Star Wars. I didn't expect to see a single lightsaber popped in this movie. Mm -hmm. But yo, the one that we saw... Mm -hmm. That was incredible. Yes. And uh, the, the things that he does in this movie are phenomenal. He. Gareth Edwards. Okay. Given that, given that, the reason this movie exists is to explain why the Death Star had a weakness. Mm. And? Octavius. And? I do not need to know that information. Adam. At all. Adam. Here's how A New Hope works. Did you think we were going to come? Here's how A New Hope I'm so blown away that we are sitting across from each other on this podcast, I loved we it. are debating about these things. I did I not loved, see this coming. I loved it. But in this, a new hope, internet, this is why we have these conversations on the mic and not off the mic. Yo, in a new hope, when Organa or Mon Mothma or like any of the rebels, they're like, hey, we need to attack the Death Star. We do know it has a weakness, but it's risky to get it up in there. How do you know it has do a you, weakness? Do you know what I say? I say, okay. No, no. How this is this is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. When I'm watching a new hope and I'm going, yeah. You know there's a weakness? How do you know there's a weakness? Why does it matter? Because I have a brain oh, and I'm watching a movie. You, you, you engage that creativity and you just imagine, <laughs> no. like, okay, they found out they have a weakness. No. Oh, whatever. No. You tell me, How do one, you know Rogue One there's a weakness? was the best movie I've ever seen about exhaust pipes. Adam. So what? Adam. I did not recognize, I say again, who I was going to be sitting Ridic across from. I'm like the <laughs> ridiculous and everything they did to get to there. I loved the, I love the characters, even though I think a lot of them get underused. Jin Urso was really cool to me. Mm -hmm. The whole team dynamic was really cool to me. The end of the movie kind of felt like a video game. Like the squad mm -hmm. rolls in, yeah. you know? You got Jin doing the thing. You got Baze doing the thing and Sharut doing the thing. Like you had uh, Riz Ahmet, the character that he played, Bodhi, mm -hmm. with the goggles and he was a pilot mm -hmm. you know you had all these interesting personalities yeah. i don't think they all got used to their max hint hint saw guerrera you should have been on screen way more because you were dope as hell and why you just gotta die like that hey, but but like he couldn't run because he was basically a machine <laughs> that's ableist him him and k2so were more alike than not alike that was ableist he, he had robot legs if anybody could run he should have been like <laughs> sonic the hedgehog out of there but like i i loved those personalities and the feeling that i had watching this movie was kind of like the first time i ever found out that there were stories after the star wars movies mm -hmm. like the first book i got the star wars book i had was the bounty hunter book about boba fett and how he survives the sarlacc pit about Bosk, the, the Trandoshan reptile dude, IG-88, the droid who just loves to assassinate people. And I remember thinking, Star Wars is this huge universe with cool characters. Mm -hmm. I get to pick the ones I like mm -hmm. and spend time with them. I loved that about right? Star Wars. When, Rogue One felt like that. It felt like, I see the way that you enjoy this, Adam. High five. Check this out. Mm -hmm. Hammerhead Corvette. Coolest thing I've ever seen. Hashtag. Hashtag Hammerhead Corvette. Hammerhead Corvette. <laughs> yeah. But it, it was the this was the the best movie about exhaust pipes Adam, I've ever seen. Stop disrespecting this movie. Exhaust pipes. Adam. Yeah. It made everything make sense. That's what they I appreciate. They need it. Sla look, the same reason we have we we have our issues about 
arrival. Yeah. Same reason <laughs> no, we have. We haven't our, even engaged. I know. We haven't even engaged. I know. Right. But the same reason we have our issues about um, lost, uh, uh, Last of Us. Yeah. Part you know, two. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's, it's the, huh? What? Like, what, 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 what is, what, what's, what's going on here? What, 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 explain that to me. Like, for me, maybe it's a personality thing. You've known me long enough to be able to talk to me about it. You can probably tell me about me a little bit, mm-hmm. but I like to understand. You're very technical. You're very precise. You're very literal. I like you're, to get oh, it. You're like Drax. You're like Drax. Okay. With Drax, is like, nothing can get over my head. I would catch I it. I would catch it. <laughs> and I'm realizing, he's like, if Drax were watching Star Wars and they said, well, we have a weakness in the Death Star, Drax would probably want to know more about that. Well, even K2SO like, is a similar type of character. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, he just says whatever his, his circuits drum up. He doesn't have that filter. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> kind of just like... He was one of the highlights in the movie, yes. too. He was great. But my thing is this. My thing about this, again, this is a personal experience. That's what this is about. We are not necessarily reviewing... Um, for uh, a number of stars, we're re- this is more of a debrief of our experience. That's important to 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 note too, because I see a lot of people who are I, I think they are blending a review with a response to what their experience was. Mm-hmm. And I loved this movie, even though I can argue that I don't think it needed to exist. I'm glad it does. You're a crazy person. I'm glad it does. And for me, I had so much fun in that theater seeing all the characters that I wanted to see, spending time with some old heads. But at the same time, it does not make the original trilogy better. You are out of your mind. Man. You're out of your mind. Again, I like to understand, okay? A New Hope. You can go back and listen to, I think, episode one. Episode one. I think episode one of Campo Junto, where I'm talking about how I don't give a crap about A New Hope. I watched all these movies, or either it's episode one or it's our one shot, one of the two. Because I think one of our first episodes, we talked about Star Wars and our one shot we did. Wasn't that our first one shot? It must have been. Yeah. Yeah. It must have been, but it was very early on. Yeah. And what I said about A New Hope is like, none of this matters to me, you know? Yeah. Like you've got, you fly this plane and then you shoot a gun inside a hole and then the entire freaking contraption blows up. You shoot one bullet or blast into this hole and then everything erupts. And then that's just, that's it. And there's no explanation for why this was so easy to, to, to destroy. You guys got all this money. You guys got all this technology. You got all these literal human beings who are working on this thing. And nobody thought, hey, maybe we shouldn't have a giant gaping hole that all you have to do is shoot something in. And so I'm watching the movie and I'm just like, okay, you know what I mean? Like now what I will say is before Rogue One, the entire story of Star Wars, I appreciate. I appreciate Anakin, Obi-Wan, and all of that, and Luke, and mm-hmm. Yoda, and Darth, Darth Vader, and Darth, like, all of Jedi that. Jedi versus Sith, light versus dark, yeah, that whole thing. The whole yeah. story, sure. I can appreciate that as it's concluded or concluding, sure. I'm like, okay, I'm into it. But just A New Hope by itself, like, I could do without it. But I'll give you that. But Rogue One, we then go and we find out, well, what exactly is going on and they explain it. They make everything make sense. Why is there a weakness? We find out why there's a weakness because 
Galen Erso was the guy who created the Death Star. And and he didn't want to do it. He That's ran right. off. He broke yeah. off. He's like, look, I ain't about this life. I don't, I'm not about what you want, to, want me to be about. You know, so I'm going to go. I'm going to take my family, Jenner or so, his wife. We're going to step away. We're going to do what we want to do. Mm-hmm. And then Krennic comes and he's like, yo, you're going to build this thing mm-hmm. one, way, one way or the other. Mm-hmm. So either you build it or somebody else is going to build it. Yeah. And he says, Mr. Urso, Urso Sr. says, all right, my family's dead. Kills his wife. His daughter runs off. Doesn't know if she survives. I might as well build it. Because somebody else is going to build it. Like he's doing the ultimate long game. Right. Right. So it's that like deep undercover thing. Which was, right. It's an undercover, it's it's a deep cover story. Yeah. So for me as a watcher, I'm like, okay, now I'm in. You got me, you got me, you got me engaged. I, Mm -hmm. I care about what's going on now. Because at least if I build it, then I can get him with the long game. Mm -hmm. I can build in a reason like I, I can create a defect and they'll never know. That's right. Because they'll think I'm on their side. And yeah. if I'm putting decades in, shoot, why would they why would they question me? Galen Erso is Mads Mickelson, mm-hmm. uh, who we last saw in Doctor Strange mm-hmm. as yep. Kaecilius. Yep. And Mads Mickelson eyeshadow. was great. He was he was Captain really, Eyeshadow. Captain Eyeshadow. Yeah. <laughs> but he I thought he was really well understated in this. Like he 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 was good in the role mm-hmm. and he served it in the in the way that he needed to without it being too out there, too crazy. Mm-hmm. He wasn't very prominently featured. Right. For the most part, he was just a name that people kept saying. Mm-hmm. Like re- rebels were talking about. But he played. Galen he Erso, played. He Galen played. Erso. And this is the reason. And I'm I'm making my argument for why this movie is an important part of canon because when you think Death Star, now you'll think, oh, Jen Erso made this thing. Galen Erso. Don't, Galen Galen Erso made this thing. T- take your emotions out of it for a second and think about what I'm saying. Well, this is a part, I agree. This is an important part of canon. I agree. Because now when you say Death Star, you can actually go, well, who made the Death Star? We know. Well, then when you say, hey, well, they shot the thing and the thing blew up. Well, how'd that happen? Oh, well, that's because now there's a story to point back to. This is a part, important part of canon. We understand now why did this happen. Now we find out Jumping around in the story, Jen Erso, we think that she's dead, and Saul Guerrero takes care of her from when she's like 6 to 16, mm-hmm. and we don't really know what happens to him right away, but we kind of fast forward to where she's in custody of some sort. So we figure she just had a wild life, mm-hmm. you know, she run around doing whatever she want to do, rebelling, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. and the, what, what, the, what the rebels think, they're like, look, you know, we find out that there's some sort of pilot that's been sent. We hear from, from the empire, from the empire. Yeah. But he's like, tur- it's like a turncoat. Like, look, I got this stuff and Galen Erso gave it to me. And yes. I'm trying to get it to you. I'm trying to, is he trying to get it to Saul Guerrero? Uh, I, yeah, I believe he was trying to deliver it to Saul Guerrero. Yeah, yeah, Saul yeah, yeah, Guerrero that's what it was. is, by the way, as far as the rebellion goes, Saul is, Regarded as like a radical, yeah, terrorist. he's a radical. It's like, all right, this dude's we we we're we're for the cause, but this guy, he's it's out like, there. It's like he's like he's almost like it's almost like Batman. He's almost like Batman. I mean, but worse? I, if, if you if you who's who's worse than Batman? Who's who's Batman? Batman's like, all right, look, you're you're doing too much. Um, Punisher, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's like Punisher. Yeah, that, that, that's the vibe I got. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, I'm I'm about breaking some rules. 
but I'm not blowing off the heads of everybody who stands in my way. That's right. Daredevil to Punisher. Yeah. It's like Daredevil and then Punisher. That's, so, that's I mean, like, the way that people talk about Saul is we, you, don't, you don't mess with him. Mm-hmm. He's a certain variety of Matter the rebellion fact, that we're not with. We might want to even kill Bull because he's doing too much. Exactly. He's making us look bad. And, and it, what's interesting and, and they, is... They felt, it seemed like they, they couldn't control him. or con- That's right. So it's like, we'd rather get rid of him. Yeah. You know, but yeah, we exactly. want this information that he has, right? You know what I'm saying? But we don't really want to deal with him. Yeah. So how can we do that? Oh, we hear about this Jenner. So this that he supposedly has a relationship with. Mm-hmm. Maybe if we get her and send her there, then maybe he'll be cool, and then maybe we'll get the the information from him, and then we could have we can have our man who's who who who's there, uh, Cassian. Uh, uh, Cassian. Cassian Cassian. Andor. Maybe Cassian. Was he supposed to kill him? Cassian. I don't, I think the implication was Cassian, either he was supposed to or he would because he was capable of it. Yeah. Because in the beginning, there's that scene with Cassian where he, he shoots that one dude in the the hallways. We doing that? And and they sort of, they imply that Cassian could be that way, Mm -hmm. that he's, he's a badass. He like, he rolls like that, but he's not necessarily Saul. Yeah. But I will say one of the weaknesses for me in the movie is almost that, like he was almost like a 007 agent. A little bit. Like if I I'm not here to kill everybody, but look, if I had to if I have to, it's, if it's me or you, it's gonna be you. I thought Cassian was one of the least exciting characters. Mm-hmm. When he surrounds himself with all of these other folks, like Shirut, uh, uh, the character that Donnie Yen plays, that blind... Might be my favorite. Like, still believes in the, in, uh, uh, the I'm Force. I'm with the Force and the Force is with me. Yeah, still believes in the Force, but like, other people are like, Shirut might be my nah. favorite character of the movie. Yeah, I'm, and understandably. And then there's Baze, and Baze was Yo. like Shirut's dude. Them two dudes... Like though I love those the, guys. The two of them, the friendship that they had, yes. whatever relationship they have with one another. The fact that they weren't really they like you could tell they're old friends. Yeah. Like this dude with this freaking Jedi stuff. Like, yeah. He still believes. But that's my man though. I got him. Like if it's something go down, yeah. If it's me, if if it if it's him or you, it's gonna be you. Like, yeah. I'm not he ain't gonna die while on my watch. Yeah. But I wish he would shut up with this, like, <laughs> like I'm with the force, and the force is with me. Right, exactly. You know? And they and they said Baze used to believe in it, but like, yeah. say, you know, the, the life is hard. Mm-hmm. The empire is crushing everybody. Everything and if is this, dark and if this times. Jedi thing is real, where they at? Yeah, What's going exactly. On? Like, I mean, he has no reason to have faith in his mind because he has no evidence of it visually. You know what I'm saying? Experientially, I think my point is. Diego Luna is the guy who plays Cassian Mm -hmm. and Diego Luna is uh, a competent actor. I like Diego Luna, but he was the least interesting of the whole gang. Hmm. And it seemed to me like for me, he could have just not been there. And I would not have noticed. He was important for plot. He, he, he you know what he did? It could have just been Ketueso. He, he carried the plot for us. He well, was almost like the, it's like, what am I trying to say? It's like, well, yeah, kind of like he carried the plot. We followed him through. You don't think we followed Jin? No. We did, but he was necessary. But he was a necessary part of the plot because he was the bridge with the rebels. Exactly. Yeah. He was the bridge between Jin and everything else until Jin was able to be able to have enough relationships to be able to lead the charge. Yeah. She wasn't leading the charge until after we got through the story a bit. Until yeah. she got the information from Saw, saw the hologram, which we're kind of jumping forward in the story, but. 
that's how I feel. Like he was he was a necessary he was necessary for the plot because how was Jen gonna get there? Yeah, yeah. But I'm what what I mean is like the the gang that he was with they all kind of outshine him. I'll, I agree with I'll that. I'll remember Sharut and Baze. Uh I'm gonna think about Riz Ahmed because I like Riz Ahmed a lot as an actor. He was in uh, the, the Night, Night of, of mm-hmm. and he, you know he's been popping up in a lot of places over the mm-hmm. past few years, and he is. Excellent. Bodhi. The character's name is Bodhi, by the way. Yeah, the pilot. Got the go- go- goggles. You could tell that they were just like, let, let's put characters in here that are going to look dope as action figures because mm. they got their special gear. It's like Bodhi's got the goggles on yeah. his head and he's got that big thing on his back when he was trying to connect the cables mm. during that, that beach invasion. Yeah. Like all of that stuff really works nicely. And I found that the time that we spent with Cassie and I was like, nah, K- come on, give me K2SO. Mm-hmm. Get him up in here. Mm-hmm. I, I, give me give, give me more gin. Because I liked her, but she doesn't have much to say. She was kind of like strong and silent type for mm. the most time. She was she was not she was not always the strongest character on on, on screen. That was K2SO. K2SO was amazing. Yeah. He was fantastic. Yeah. But uh, I, I love this movie because there are so many personalities to talk about. And those are the new characters. I loved seeing some of the old characters as mm-hmm. well. Like, uh, they have Mon Mothma from the original movies. Mm-hmm. And if, if you've watched the original movies recently, the actress that they had to portray younger Mon Mothma was, she was awesome. They had uh, Orson Krennic. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a new character that's only in the like deep lore. And he was one of the dudes who, who created the Death Star. Mm-hmm. He was the one who's, Job was to get it done. He yeah, was like it was the, like his. He vision. was the product manager. Yeah, yeah. And or also, was he, or was he I like think he was the, like the, the artist? I think he was the guy uh-huh. who was. It was this is my creation. He, it, he was the he was the startup startup founder. Yeah, he was the startup founder. He mm-hmm. he was a startup guy. And then Grand Moff Tarkin was the dude who was just like he was the, he's ship the guy funding it. him. Ship it. <laughs> I don't care. About is it you. done yet? It's not done yet. Yeah. Grand Moff Tarkin was. Uh, that was a weird thing to see. He was yeah. CG. Yeah, which and, was as soon as he came, soon as he came up on like that's CG. Yeah, like, it was it was cool, but it was also like that's CG. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I don't think that was like a low point, but that was one of the things that kind of took me out of the like. Oh, I'm watching a movie. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like that's not a real human being's face. Yeah, that I see. It's that it's the uncanny valley, and it I didn't I didn't get distracted by it too much. It wasn't bad, but I but it was like like I said, it took me out of like oh that's. Yeah. You know, because you're not thinking about if, you know, Donnie Yen's face is really his face. You're just watching this guy. You know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, like, I don't know. If I was in Gareth Edwards' shoes, I can't tell if I would have done the CG thing or if I would have just act, gotten somebody who was just in, like, uncanny similar similarity. Well, the actual actor that actor. played the part looked like a younger version of him. He does. So I can understand them making him look older because yeah. he couldn't just stand there and play the character because you'd be like, Oh, that guy's way too young to play, <clears throat> you know, grand, uh, central station, Marth. What is his name? Grand Marth. What? Uh, uh, grand Moth Grand Tarkin. Tarkin. Grand yeah. central station. <laughs> Moth Tarkin. Right. Uh, it, here's some other AKA characters. Grand central. Yeah. That had some really cool cameos that I liked. Uh, this, you may or may not have recognized some of these characters. Dr. Ivazan and Panda Baba. What are you talking about? All right. These two were in the cantina in the oh, original the guy who gets trilogy. His arm cut off. Yeah. 
And then they show up again as these just like, watch yourself. That yeah, guy. they're like roughing people up. And I like it's those little things that mm-hmm. I really liked because mm-hmm. we in the continuity of the story, those characters will show up again, not much longer from now yeah. in the cantina. And, you know, again, why is movies important and necessary in canon? Which you keep, you keep making my point. You're making my point, Adam. I mean, I, what I'm saying is this is why it feels like a fan film because this is seeing, why it's a seeing part what, of canon that's important to be told. Yeah, but dog, like seeing what Ponda Baba was doing is not important. That's, that's just an added point. It's you, just neat. The point is we know how the Death Star got made. We know why the Death Star has a flaw in it. We know where the whole plans came from. The plans came from uh, Galen Erso. The plans were given to Bodhi. The plans were supposed to be brought to Saw Gerrera. The Rebel Alliance, the Rebels broke out Jen Erso and sent What's-His-Face and um, K2SO to go get her, brought him to... Brought him to the rebels sent them out to Saw Gerrera. They end up getting in beef. Eventually, they get to him, mm-hmm. right? Then they have this conflict. And then we have an octopus monster that basically molests interrogation. Bodhi's brain. Yeah, I guess if this is sort of the way that they were showing that Saw is hardcore extremist. Mm-hmm. Like he's okay. This is what uh, interrogation tactics look mm-hmm. like in a galaxy far, far away. We have interrogation tentacle monsters. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and apparently that really messes brains up because he didn't even know who he was for yeah. a minute. Yeah, I mean, they they might have spent a little more time on that. Because when they said, hey, is that a X-Wing pilot? And he was like, am I a pilot? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pilot. pilot. I'm, like, oh, okay. I'm a pilot. I guess it faded off. I'm, I'm a pilot. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's me. I'm a pilot. Yeah, right. exactly. So they, 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 meet their new fr- they meet their new friends. They meet, you know, I, I mean, Chinroot. They meet Baze Malbus. They meet. Um, so the squad starts to kind of combine. They get locked up, right? And then Jin Erso actually connects and meets with Saw Gerrera, and then he shows her shows her her dad. And apparently they the used hologram to roll together. They, like, not just that, yeah. but like, I think Saw found her when she first hid. Right. When it was, it was like, he's like, yo, if anything goes down, make sure you take care of my daughter. Yeah. You know? And it seems to me like they, they, they worked together during the rebellion for a little while. But he, he, you know, Saw said, look, I had to, I had to disconnect myself because she was, Jen's mad about that. Yeah. So I was like, I had to disconnect myself from you. If they found out who you were, you'd have been in danger. Mm-hmm. I did it for you, even though you're mad. Mm-hmm. I understand you're mad, but it was for, it was for the, it was for a purpose. I was trying to protect you. Mm-hmm. So when Jen sees her father in that hologram moment, very emotional moment, mm-hmm. you know, look, listen, she's probably not alive. Here's what's going on. Death Star. Here's why I did it. And I'm watching the movie going, Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I see. Now I understand. Listen, if you ever happen to run into her, she's probably passed away and she has this really emotional moment. Yeah. But now <laughs> we've got, um, man, I'm having a hard time remembering everybody's name. We've got. This is one uh, of the problems cr- of Star Wars. We've got, uh, Je- is it General Krennic? Krennic is the director. Director Krennic. Director Krennic. Krennic. We got Director Krennic. Now, why did they actually. Turn on the Death Star and shoot up that that city. Okay, so if Director Krennic is the 
Were the, they testing it for a if reason? He's the founder. Yeah. What Grand Moff Tarkin was saying is this better work. Ah. We're investing all this time in you. Yeah. In these materials. And by the way, the materials that power this thing, not to mention the fact that we built this whole damn planet sized thing, moon size, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to mention that, but the material that powers this are called kyber crystals. Aren't those those the same things that power power lightsabers? lightsabers. So like, let's talk about what's not necessarily easy to get Mm -hmm. kyber crystals. Yeah. And this whole us killing all of the Jedi has been a little bit of a chore. Mm -hmm. So you better be right about what this thing can do. Yeah. Or we're going to be fed up. So, so, the, reason they why they, up so the reason why they killed all the Jedis mm-hmm. to get the kyber crystals? Yeah and no. I mean, it's like, it's a, it's a cycle, right? So the Sith hate the Jedi because the Sith want to take over. Dark Absolute side. power, dark side, totalitarianism. We want to rule everything, mm-hmm. you know, make America great again. Oof. And... The kyber crystals, <laughs> yeah. The kyber crystals are used by Jedi. You know, to give them the dark side. Believe me, it, it's dark over here. But think about it. I, I, I know, I know light. I know dark. Believe me, the blacks. They have their situations. They have the issues. But the Sith, they're amazing. Beautiful people. Fantastic people. I know people. And when I tell you these people are amazing, I know they're amazing. Trust me. And I tr- if you trust me, then you trust the dark. The dark side is the side to go with. Believe me. I, kn- I know. Trust no, me. Horrible. Believe me. Grandma talking. Thank you. Grandma. Um, Grandma, Grandma talking. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Grandma uh, talking. Darth uh, Vader, fantastic people, amazing people. That's a, he. That's just about the only black man he cares for. As a matter of fact. <laughs> Darth Vader, or black on the outside, James Earl Jones. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But like, yeah, uh, by the way, I've got plenty of black friends. The Empire. Uh, <laughs> no, you don't. Plenty of people. Who, just uh, Kanye. You know, uh, Darth Darth Vader. You know, uh, he's kind of black. <laughs> James Earl Jones does the voice. Same thing. The Empire uh, is is really difficult to to disassociate the Empire from being an all white nation, like white supremacist, because all of the Empire, all of them, mm. are white, mm-hmm. and I believe that is intentional. Mm-hmm. And I also must say, you know, this is just the story convention of like this is an evil Empire. Yeah. So to draw too far into that. I mean, this this has been the evil empire and what it looks like since 77. Yeah. So, like, this is just how it is. Mm-hmm. But it feels even more resonant now, given what's happening with white nationalism and this whole BS alt-right thing. That's, they're, they're bad people. They're, mm-hmm. they're racist people. Mm-hmm. And it, they seem very familiar when I see them in a movie made in 2016. And I'm like, these are the people who say they're trying to create peace, by, by building the Death Star. By blowing up cities. What? So they blew up Jeddah. They blew up Jeddah. And that was just a, a display of power. So like, if we're going to blow something up, we might as well blow up the place where they had... The Jedi's hang. You know, the Jedi space. Yeah. So, okay. So, that, so that's why they decided to blow that spot up. Damn, I wish Saul would have gotten off. The, like, get on the ship, Saul. Saul Guerrero couldn't get out of there. Damn. She took... She didn't take the code. She didn't take the, the, the hologram. Whoops. The first thing I would have thought is like, yo, let me get this hologram. She got that space floppy disk and she forgot about you gotta it. You got to at least think this is, you ain't seen your dad in like what? 10 years, 15 yeah. years, something like that. Why would you not take the hologram? Anyway. Uh, well, I mean, I imagine in this universe, that hologram is probably the same thing as like a greeting card. And I'd be like, oh, 
I forgot that greeting card. Oops, seen your father in 10, 15, <laughs> 20 years. I don't know how she is. Yeah. 16, so maybe 10 years, 20, 15 years. I don't know. I imagine she's like, she's not like 40. This is my headcanon where mm-hmm. people are just like, oh, it's my birthday. Everybody sent Hologram. me all these holograms. I don't, honestly, what do you do with them after your birthday? I got all these holograms. Put them in the cloud. Stacked up. Put them in the cloud. Yeah. Mm, that could be it. Qu- hot take. Long time ago in a galaxy far, far away with all this technology. I love, What's the love, love Rogue One because they managed to do the technology right because it's somehow super sci-fi and super futuristic, but looks old as hell. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all DOS. All the screens look mm-hmm. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. By the way, everybody's got like a mustache and sideburns. It was they cast this. Everybody's right. dusty. They made the they made this look so right. Everything, it just everything fits. is dusty. It fits nicely into the feeling of the other movies. Mm-hmm. Just happens to be a war movie where so many people die and they fly off. Right? Yeah. And where do they go from here? They went to a planet that reminded me of the planet in the Aliens movie. It's just dark and raining the whole time. And They're like, yo, we heard Galen Erso's up in here. Right. So that's where... we got to go find him. Okay. So this is where Cassian was supposed to assassinate this dude. Yeah. Cassian was... He was like uh, readying his sniper rifle and he was going to kill Galen Erso. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't for whatever reason. Of course, Jin was not going to let that happen. Well, he he decided not to pull the trigger. Yeah, he decided, though it seems like he kind of wrestled with it at the yeah. time. Yeah. Like right at the last moment, he decided not to. Jin just decides she's going to go up there and get in the mix. And this is the same time when Galen comes up and says, oh, I'm the one who betrayed you, Krennic. Right, because so, he was going to kill everybody. Because at this point, he didn't really think it was, you know... Galen, right? Mm-hmm. He thought it was one of these guys. And mm-hmm. notice how all the engineers were super old. Yeah. No, no, no young people. No, no Silicon Valley situation. No. All the engineers were old, old, old men. Yeah. Uh, I, I found that interesting. Go figure. I don't know. But Krennic blasts him anyway. Right. Because he's like, listen, you know, I wonder why he did that. But anyway, case he's evil. Yeah. You know, he's like, hey, you, you did it. We're done. And I'm going to make Galen Urso pay. Mm-hmm. So you betrayed me. What could I do? I could kill you. Yeah. But what's that going to do? Yeah. You finished the thing, mm-hmm. right? You're done here. So Casey why don't I calls in the reinforcements. Suffer? Yeah. So they call in the reinforcements and then thought, oh, damn, maybe we shouldn't have done that. Right. Because we were going to try to keep things, uh, uh, yeah, keep things small. Because Jim was up there and then there's that battle sequence. All the X-Wing uh, fighter sequences were so dope. Fantastic. Um, they got up off that planet. And Jin holds. That's, w- that's when they go back to where the rebels are, right? Yeah, yeah. They go back and Jin says, here's the deal. Here's what it's hitting for. My dad planned this defect mm-hmm. and we need to go and exploit this defect. And everybody in the, the rebel group. They're like, man, whatever. They're like, do you have proof of that? Did you She's see like, them just blow up that no. entire city? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I would have said. Hand it over. I'm like, what options do you have? They blew up a whole city. But what they're afraid of is because Galen Erso worked for the Empire. They don't believe. Built the damn Death Star. And this is her, uh, his daughter right. rolling up and saying, hey, why don't you go ahead and engage right. the, the Death Star, the biggest weapon that they got. Right. And they're thinking, is, this is a trap. This is ridiculous. It's a trap. It's a trap. Yeah. Admiral Akbar. This is this is basically, he's just been plotting this from the whole time because this sounds like a trap. Mm-hmm. Um. So they have a tough time believing Jin. Cassian has a tough time believing Jin. Mind you, love the diversity of Rogue One. Yeah. 
like the Rogue One ship mm-hmm. and the diversity of the Rebel Alliance. Yeah. Like when they're all around that round table, men, women, all kinds of skin tones. Yep. Man, I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. I like this. I like the fact that there, it seemed like there was a representative of so many different ethnicities at that table. Yeah. You know? And it wasn't like everybody was black, everybody was white. There was all kinds of people. And I was like, and even the crowd was really, really, really mixed. Mm-hmm. I like that. That that was, and even the fact that we have um, Chinroot and Baze Malbus, mm-hmm. two Asian folks. We've got um, Casey, which seemed like he was Latino. Yeah, Diego Luna is, is Latino. Mm-hmm. And um, we also have uh, Bodhi. I don't mm-hmm. know what his ethnicity is, but I know from a, the night of. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not actually sure, so I'm not going to venture to guess. Right. But uh, he is, Riz Ahmed is uh, one of the only like Middle Eastern actors that I can think of who's really big right mm-hmm. now. Like b- Because I see him in a lot of different places, I can't think of someone else who's really making it, which is awful, but also, get it, Riz. Mm-hmm. Like, he's good. And also, we got Forrest Whitaker. Mm-hmm. So, I just, I, I love the diversity. Forrest Whitaker doing his best Jupiter Ascending Oh, with that whisper. Yeah. <gasps> and, and also, notice that he sound very Darth Vader-ish and he had that his breathing little, apparatus. Yeah, he had the, like, the, the prototype. For yeah. the Vader. Yeah. Made me wonder what was going on with that. Right. I was like, what's, what's happening here? Is yeah. this like his joint's old? He didn't get the seven yet? He's still with, working with a four? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a, mm. This is the S, I yeah. guess? Is that the yeah. four S? Yeah. I don't know. I don't what know. That is. Right. So they get like their little um, small, tiny alliance. Mm-hmm. And they're like, look, we're about to ride out. And they go to the beach planet. Yes. Yeah. So again, I'm all making my point for why all this is necessary for canon and why this movie needed to be made. Them going there, they land the ship, Bodhi plays the role of like, yeah, you know, I'm the pilot. So they have the folks that show up and say, hey, we're going to do the inspection. And when they show up and do the inspection, they do the whole chop you in the neck, change clothes. Mm -hmm. So convenient Mm -hmm. that they have clothes for all different sizes. And K2SO is a reprogrammed Imperial um, Droid. droid. So he was able to pass too, which I thought was dope. They go in and all the rest of these guys that came with them they came to die. Yeah. They knew they probably weren't getting out These of These are the Star Wars expendables. Yes. Yeah. Like, it's like, your job is to just blow up as much as you can and kill as many people as you can and make as much noise and distract everybody from the Empire while we go in here and sneak in yeah. and do our thing. You know, I notice not a lot of women rebels... Not a lot of women. Not a lot of women peaking roles. Yeah, because yeah. there was there were there were a few X-wing pilots, Jin um, Mon Mothma. There was a, a woman, the black woman, black who woman. was part of the yeah. the, the rebellion. Mm-hmm. Not a whole bunch of rebels were women. Mm-hmm. No empire are women. No. That's just the no. way it goes. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought that was interesting. I was like, I don't like General Future Fur Fur Fu what Futurosa in like. Furiosa? Furiosa? Yeah, yeah, Charlize Theron? No, 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 no. Who was the, the, the woman character in the newest Star Wars? Star Wars... Um, you talking Rey? No. With the, with, the, with the all black on? Remember? All, from all black on? In the new Star Wars? The newest Star Wars. Star Wars what? In Force Awakens? Force Awakens. Okay. There's a woman whose face you never see. Okay. Who is talking to Finn. Anyway, internet helped me, but 
Um, that's the only other- Maz Kanat, and that was uh, uh, Lupita, but she provides the voice of the alien. No, nah, there's you don't see her. She's just she looks like a. Um, anyway, internet will help. Okay, so. yeah, sure, sure. Why not? Oh, man, I'm stuck on this. Back back to your point. There yeah. are no women that are part of the empire. Too few. Definitely. Too few. Too few. I can think of one. So that's not really helping that there's one I can think of whose name I can't remember, who's like, you don't even see her. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we can jump to the invasion sequence on the beach. Yes. That was so Dope. beautiful. Yes. So well choreographed. It was, it was so much fun to watch. I mean, every part of this movie, up, up and down, head to toe, front and back, is beautiful. Mm-hmm. This is the most beautiful Star Wars movie that has ever been made. I agree. And it's have you gorgeous. noticed? Have you noticed in the like fighter scene where all the all the different ships and stuff are flying around? They cut to the old footage. Yeah. Did you peep that? Yeah, yeah. And was they that, even had was that gold and red. I think there was a red team and a gold team, and there was a blue team. And I forget which two, but one of them. Yeah. There's so I noticed I was like, man, they changed the color so it looks like the old stuff. And I was like, wait, is that footage from the older movie? Yeah. They had old X Winning pilots, mm-hmm. which was really cool. Mm-hmm. It was it was really cool to see some of that. Just it, it's those little things yeah. I, I think stack up in a big way. Yeah. Um all all more, which points to the reason why this is a part of necessary canon, why this movie needed to be made. None of this is necessary. Yes, it is. Okay. And this is why your children need to see this movie. <laughs> I mean, I want my kids to see it. Right. They need They're to just going to see it after. Before A New Hope. Yeah, okay. They're yeah. going to watch. They come to my house, they're going to see it before A New Hope. Okay? <laughs> Tell you that hey, right now. Oh, hey, kids. We're not watching Star Wars at Uncle Octavius's house. We know. You know what order he's going to show it to you. We're not, we're not about that. Watch Rogue One first. Can we that. talk about, just for a second, one, Darth Vader's lava castle, <laughs> and two, Darth Vader uses a pun. Yeah. Which, me... I liked. I like to think that he's been planning for this moment for a long time. But when he chokes Krennic, while he's turned around, his yeah. back is to Krennic, yeah. and he just does not care. And he's walking out the room, and he uses force choke, and he says, "Be careful not to choke, choke on, on your, your ambitions. ambitions." And my friend, who I was with, Daryl, yeah. was so upset. He says, "Darth <laughs> Vader does not pun." He does not use puns. And I said, I, I disagree. You I think, think the moment he says, teach me how to, do, to use the force choke, the, whole, the moment he says, what am I going to say? First time I get to use this, what am I going to say? You got to think. All that time he's been floating in that chamber of water. You got a lot of time to think. He's like, oh, man, next time I choke somebody, dope. I'm going to be like, yeah, you better watch it before I ch- <laughs> choke. No, nah, that's not going to work. Can you imagine if what he if, delivered it bad? Like, you, you better, you better. You better, you better watch, watch your mouth for I, I choke. No, nah, that's not going to Be careful not to joke. God, oh, damn it. Get out of here. <laughs> Be gone. Tell no one. Lord Vader, I think you mean. I know what I meant. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> I, uh, I really liked. Never speak of this again. Vader in general. I think they did an incredible job actually making Vader seem intimidating. Mm. One thing that is notable about the original trilogy is a lot of characters spend time talking about how scary Vader is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're like, Vader's this, Vader's that. You don't want to mess with Loose this. Loose cannon. Loose yeah. cannon. He just seems like a dude who just kills people. Yeah, but in the original trilogy, they don't necessarily show you how he earned some of that fear. Right. And for this one, between the force choke that was really badass with his back turned and that last scene when he's coming 
and boarding the ship as it's going down and walking through the hallway and pops his saber. Why is he doing that? That was. Why is he doing it? Because he knew that proof was on there, that the chip that they're- All the more reason why this movie is necessary. No. I You're making that. my points. I don't need that. You're making my points. You see the clap emoji between <laughs> these words. I don't need that. It's you do need it. If, if it, it explains, okay, why is Darth Vader even showing up where Princess Leia is? Why does he even show up there in A New Hope? You know why now? Because he's following the freaking plans. But they told me that in A New Hope. They sh- I'm trying trying to find things to throw across the table. <laughs> they show you. They don't just tell you. They don't do the Scott Snyder at the end of the book thing. It they- took them 40 years. Yeah. 40 and years. You get to be the lucky beneficiary of 40 years of getting it wrong the right way. <laughs> now they get a chance to do right by this new generation and you get to be here for it. This is like what I'm, I'm not giving a spoiler, but this is, there's a line in Westworld when Ford says it took me 35 years to correct my mistakes. Mm. Are you telling me that it took 40 years, 39 hey. years? Hey, okay. Somebody look, I'm not saying that th- this makes the whole series better. Like that's the thing. That's why for, for you, for me, yes. and people, and I'm sure there. I'm sure when people listen to this podcast, there are people going to be like, Octavius is an absolute genius. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I listen to this podcast because I come here. <laughs> I come I here for the jewels that Octavius A. Newman will drop. AKA 21 Savage. Land. You're trying to tell me that they, like you're packaging this whole thing, your perspective on this as Trillium right now. And I'm saying I'm peddling the Trillium, it's which is true and real. I'm keeping it true and real. And this did not have to be made. I'm glad it did. Not what necessary. Do you mean? Who's, who's having the con? None, none of this has to be made. They don't need to make Han Solo. They don't need to make episode eight or whatever they're going to now. That's right. They That's don't right. have to make, you know, Toy Story 4 or but whatever I'm, they're making. I'm, I'm like, but we're excited when they do. They don't have to make a Black Panther movie, but we're all looking forward to it. Sure. So the argument, I get they don't have to, fair, but that doesn't like negate something's legitimacy in the whole entirety. My point here is we were talking about, before we started recording, we were talking about I, I'm, I, have, an, I have an apprenticeship. I'm mm-hmm. doing a design, an interactive design apprenticeship. And part of my interactive design apprenticeship, I'm having conversations with my mentor about how to look at design. Mm-hmm. And one of the things about design that he's teaching me is, is this adding value or is it just gaudy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You just putting stuff in to just be putting stuff in. Yeah, you trim the fat. You, yeah. you keep it lean. Cut it, cut it, cut it. Get it rid of it. Rid of it. Rid of it. Way too high. You, exactly. You want to get to the point where people have that. Ah, okay. You want people to touch the app, touch the website, look at it. You want them to do this without you prompting them. They do it. Mm-hmm. So to me, the reason why this is an integral part of the Star Wars story. This is why you need to watch this. Mm-hmm. If you're watching Star Wars for the first time, we need to insert Rogue One in is because it adds value. So when you watch A New Hope, you're like, oh, I know exactly where, where, where Darth Vader just came from. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what plans they're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I even see uh, um, R2-D2 and uh, C-3PO. 
And they're like, prepare the pods for, you know, like all that stuff. So all of this stuff is connecting for me and I'm going, oh, okay, because they get in the pods because this happens. And then that's how they ended up there. And then she puts the stuff in because Darth Vader's coming. And then she says, oh, what are you talking? Hey, how you doing? I don't know what you're talking about. You know, like this is, this all makes sense for me. It but, all but where connects. does that end? Like uh, it, that by that same logic that also legitimizes the, uh, the new trilogy, episode one, two, three, because it's like, well, how did Vader become a bad guy? I guess I need to see him as a teenager and as a little kid if you want to no skip it look i think you should skip it too yeah but i think you can skip it yeah because then now this is totally now you could argue me about this if you want Mm. but this is i'm just calling it what it is this is a matter of preference sure purely like this is not like fact or fiction this is purely preference my dude you really don't need to watch these three movies if you want to go for it but the Star Wars that we all really like kind of acknowledge and like this is the story we choose to acknowledge and the story we choose to point people towards you can probably start with four or five and six aka three four five and six I I find it very notable (laughs) he's out here renumbering you start with three four five I find it really notable that you and I both really liked this movie. Four, five, we six. both really enjoyed this movie. We just have a different way of appreciating it. Yes. Right? And for me, I'm, the, the, the fandom, the extended universe, the, I, I can't get over how much and how well this delivers on that, that fandom, the stuff I want to see. Mm-hmm. The Hammerhead Corvette smashing one Star Destroyer into another one. I want to see that so bad. That was so cool. It was dope. The Mon Calamari, uh, uh, Admiral Raddatt. I love Calamari. Yeah, the ca- uh, Calamari Calamari's is great. Fried delicious. Calamari rings, what up? But like the the fish people, the you know the people that uh, Admiral Akbar belonged to, I love seeing those dudes. I love the Gonk droid, that one droid that's in like every Star Wars movie and just says Gonk in the background. There's like weird stuff mm-hmm. that's, for some reason is very trivial but very important to me mm-hmm. and i feel like rogue one delivered and some on those things and that's why it needs to be a oh. part of the main story for all people amen hallelujah <laughs> now, force is with me and the <laughs> i'm with, with the, the force. force right and you know so look i love it kind of like rounding out my thoughts. I think we've kind of touched on everything. Yeah. So another dope point when K2SO actually takes the L saving them emotional moment. Yeah. You know, when she root takes the L. Oh, wait, wait, hold up. We're not nowhere near done yet. Well, let me, we didn't talk about any of this. So like we, so we can talk, we can break down, you know, how the plot proceeds, but if you're listening to this, I hope you've seen the movie. Yeah. But I think the thing for us to talk about now is, Something that sets this movie apart from all of the other Star Wars yes. is gratuitous death. The stakes. Of all of the protagonists. Yo. All me, of them. Let me talk about that. No one lived. Here's, a, here's, a, here's another reason why this movie is better to me than any other Star Wars movie. Mm. And arguably better than a lot of movies that mm-hmm. kind of fit in this kind of superhero sci-fi-ish, you know, kind of world. Mm-hmm. Everybody could get it at any given moment. Yeah. Like, you know, like we talked about before, Black Panther's not going to die in that movie in 2018. No, no. He, he ain't going to die. And if he dies, he's just going to come back. You know what I mean? Like, 
We know, like, we're not. Spider Man is not going to die. Yeah. And if he does die, he's going to come back, or they're just going to reboot it with another young kid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, but in this movie, K2SO died. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Baze Malbus dies. Yes. Chinroot dies. Yeah. Jin Erso dies. Like, Riz Ahmed. You, Bodie Dude, grenade just Yeah, yeah. Bodie, your grenade just rolls up in their, in their flyer. Yeah. <sighs> and you just feel the fact that, oh. oh my gosh, like, and this is different. Like, this is a war movie. Star Wars. This is a Has war. Has never felt more it's never felt appropriately like a, it's, named. It's, it, right. Yeah. Like, this is, this is the war movie. This is the war in Star Wars. Saving Private Urso. Yeah. That's what this was. <laughs> yeah, that's what they, they did not succeed. No, uh, but yeah, like you know what I mean. Like and you know what? In, in a lot of isn't that wasn't that all about getting a letter to somebody or something like that? Or basically, yeah. yeah. So yes, in a lot of ways, this was very similar to that. And that's exactly what this was. They were just like trying to send an email you know I mean? through space. Listen, I just need Wi-Fi connection. <laughs> I got I to get this. I got to get this last tweet off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, like I gotta get a connection, please. <laughs> yeah, she's down here she's tweeting, climbing to the top, Scarif. climbing to the top. Of I got wa- no reception. She she literally had no reception. She had to go and change the drawers so she got a reception in her iPhone, her giant iPhone, and the thing uploaded with the old digital uploading AOL joint. Man, yeah. And that's that's an interesting element of this movie. It's yeah. something that is really. The stakes were high. Stakes were high is totally unpredictable for the first time in any Star Wars movie that you don't know what's actually going to happen, even though you should. Mm. You should know Mm -hmm. because you know what happens next. You know who's present. Yeah. But I was Or unless you're part of the Blackout congregation and you just done your best. I got to tell you, I really didn't know much about this movie. Yeah. All I knew was this was a prequel. All I know was... I did... I, I intentionally really disconnected myself from this as much as I possibly could. Yes. I really didn't even know Donnie Yen was in it until like maybe a couple days beforehand. Did you I, know he created his own style yeah, of martial I, arts? I, I, I saw that. like a, I saw like a tweet. Uh, and it was like his suggestion to have the character be blind, mm. which I thought was interesting. And you know, I had, I, I know, I noticed someone pointed out, like, I don't like that Donnie Yen did the whole mystical Asian thing because he believes in the force more strongly than anybody else. Mm-hmm. So it kind of gave him this like, Oh, okay. He's the magical dude who believes on this hokum. And also he's the karate dude, but I wasn't mad at it. I, I understand why somebody sees that critically and they're like mm-hmm. raised eyebrow, but I believe that it was played with this authenticity. And if indeed yeah. it came from Donnie Yen, if indeed it did, doesn't rectify all things, doesn't change all mm-hmm. things, but I I believed that it came with some sincerity. So anyway, that's that's opinions from a white guy. Thanks for tuning in so much. Appreciate <laughs> but I, you. I gotta tell you, like I think that you know, I, I get that point. Yeah. But I like kung fu movies. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Like it's not like, oh, oh, so a kung fu movie with Asians? Yeah. Oh, typical. Well, it, yeah. You know Dan- what I mean? Get like, Danny Rand in there. So, you know, he could be, you know, Danny Rand comes in there, he does Kun Loon, and like, he, you know, he's with the force because he's better at martial arts than everybody. Because the same argument would be like, I mean, and this is just, I'm just playing, I'm just looking at the other side. 
if they were to have a white dude, blonde hair, blue eyed, white guy <laughs> doing martial bl- arts, blind, I'm with the force, the force is with me, and you know he's got the staff and doing martial arts. People would be like, really, mm. blonde hair, blue eyed, white guy doing, you know, what I mean? and it's not like either or. It's not like you have to have a white guy or an Asian guy. But we also did just have the whole Tilda Swinton conversation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But that's different. We are, we are having the Great Wall conversation. You know what I'm saying? So we did have a conversation about how there's very few Asians that are represented. And even when it comes to things that are culturally of a certain culture, you have you don't have the people of color representing that thing. So, you know, there's so many, there's so much nuance is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. There's so much nuance to what's right and what's wrong and what you should and shouldn't do and what you can and can't do. All I can say is for me personally, I didn't even bat an eye. You know what I mean? Because at the same time, you got Baze Malbus with a giant freaking machine gun on his back. Sure. You know what I mean? A, yeah, Asian actor. So they show some range between these characters. Right. Not to mention, and I, I, I have to mention this uh, because I appreciate that some people are finding something in this movie that they haven't seen in other Star Wars movies. There's some people who think or want to think that Bayes and Chirrut were gay, that the two of them were in a relationship. And there's a lot, if you were to break down even, some of the I lines, con- not, I didn't even consider anything. I'm like not that. even, go- I'm not going to say that you can't have a strong bond with Ben. I'm not going to say that you can't have a strong friendship, but you know, one of the lines in the movie I think is interesting is, uh, Chirrut says, I don't need luck. I have you. And like, if I read this in a certain script, I'd be like, oh, that sounds romantic. Okay. And the way they care for each other so deeply. So I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to say you that know, they are. I, I didn't even, like, I, I'll, t- I'll say me personally, I didn't get anything romantic from them. I yeah. got brotherhood. If, yeah. not, if anything, it seemed like they were either blood or they've been around each other for so long. It's like their blood. Yeah. But I didn't get, it was almost like brothers in arms. Like they've been through a lot. Band together. of brothers. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't get anything romantic, but that doesn't mean it wasn't. It but just I have an appreciation for the fact that they didn't do like super testosterone driven. They didn't make it a point for them to like say like, just so you know, I'm straight, but I love my brothers. They definitely, what I thought was great. Cause like I said, I, I would say Shinroot was, am I pronouncing that right? Shiroot. Shiroot was my favorite. Shin Godzilla Root. Aha, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chirrut was probably my favorite character in the whole movie. He was so good. And the relationship between Chirrut and Baze was, I loved it. Yeah. Because when Chirrut went down, I was like, come on, son. Don't go out there. No. Don't go out there, Chirrut. Yeah. You know what they about to do. I see too many movies. You're not going to make it back. And Chirrut was like, I'm with the Force of the Fourth is with me, Octavius. I'm with the Force. And the force is with me. I'm, I'm doing. I'm here. And the thing is, is he's like, I, I like to believe he went out going. I knew I was right. Yeah. Like, like part of me, that that felt good to me because this whole thing is like, I have faith. I believe in the force. I don't know that I'm actually right. AKA, I don't have force push, force choke you know, lightsaber. You know what I mean? Like he didn't have like, here's the proof. Here's the evidence. He just had faith. He had faith. And as a man of faith, as I'm sure you know, I connect with that. Yeah. And for him to literally step out on faith, mm-hmm. like walk in his faith, bullets zipping by. And of course, Baze, who doesn't have the same faith, being like, yo, what are you doing? No, come back. And dude smile with a smile going, I believe in this. Yeah. I, I believe in it so much that I'm going to take action. And to actually do it 
and then get shot like that and die with a smile, it almost makes me, I, I like to think he's like, I knew I was right. Yeah. This is the proof. This is the proof. And you see it's the proof because Baze actually goes, I'm with the force and the force is with, like, it's almost like his death. Years down my face. His like, death was the thing that made Baze believe. Him dying, and it wasn't like, you're an idiot. I told you this force stuff wasn't real. Him dying with a smile on his face going, yo, man, look, this is the proof that I'm right. And that even brought Baze to faith. I was like, and, and then my man trudging through the sand, like, and then him dying? Him, and he was speaking the mantra uh, too. I'm with the force and the force is with me. That was I'm with the force. That was the force is with that me. That was important for me. That, that was, was good. This was one of the things that I note from the movie is there are lines from this movie that I'm saying already day mm-hmm. to day mm-hmm. that remind me of some of the quotes that I, I love using from the original Star Wars. And in Force Awakens, I loved Force Awakens. Like it's so a trap. Much. Yeah, like it's a trap. Yeah. Or I love you. I know. There are a lot of like, there's a lot. May the force be with you. You know, like that's the new, that's the new, may the force be with you. And it's another reason why this needs to be a part of the actual canon. And not just by the end of this podcast, Adam. You may not say it out loud, but in your heart. May the Force infiltrate. be with you is is notable because it's what Jedi, for the most part, would say to one another. Mm-hmm. But in this movie, we saw rebels, not Jedi, mm-hmm. saying that to each other Believers. as a way of saying like, hey, God's will. And, ah. and I thought that was notable. And also, I'm with the Force and the Force is with me is interesting because this is from the perspective of someone who is simply of faith. Mm. The faith don't give me magic powers. Mm. I'm not swinging a lightsaber around. Yeah. I can't force push anyone, like you said. Yeah. But I still believe. Yeah. And there's a there's a uh, a song that I like a lot, but my favorite band called the, 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 the band is the Mountain Goats, and they have this song called Heretic Pride. Mm. And the song is about this this person who has been labeled a heretic being like drug out into a pit and like stoned to death and killed mm-hmm. and in the chorus uh at the end of the chorus the the person is singing he says i will feel so proud when the reckoning comes like when it comes when it gets here the only feeling i'm going to have is pride because i was right the whole time mm-hmm. i'm going to feel so proud and when shirut was going out there slowly walking through the battlefield repeating the mantra, I kept thinking about that. Like, that is very beautiful. Mm. And that is us experiencing the force, not from the magic space wizards, yeah, but from people who just need faith during dark times. That is a manifest. And I mean, like, it's... I, I mean, I, I think that I'm, a, I'm an emotional guy, but there's certain things that trigger certain things in me mm. based off of my background, my belief system. And that was an example of a man of faith mm-hmm. and his faith inspiring someone else, mm-hmm. his life, his walk, what he was actually did. Yeah. He, you know, he's like, what did he say? He, when they were locked up, he's saying, I'm with the force force with me. And Baze goes, He's doing that because he expects the doors open. And he goes, he's mad because he thinks that it's a possibility, because he knows it's a possibility. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yo, Shrew is laying it down, too. because he, he, he had them jewels. He said to Cassian at one point, he said, there's more than one type of prison. Mm. And I thought, mm. and he says, some carry their prison around. I'm like, oh. Yeah, and he's like, I'm talking about you, son. <laughs> that, that was good. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just, that was And then the good. door opens, though. Yeah. But the door opens, though. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, there's, there's a lot. So that, that was 
for me, like when you look at the deaths, that was the death that hit me the hardest. Yeah. K2SO's death was sad too, but I think because of who I am as a person, that's why Sharut, you know, that's why that one touched me the most. Sharut yeah. and Baze. Yeah, Sharut and Baze and the two of them caring about one another and feeling that way. Seeing that. When the Funko Pops come out. Yo, Those are the two it. I'm going to get. Base. For sure. Man, he was so I think cool. I already seen them, actually. I'm pretty sure they're here. Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah I'm, I'm going to cop that. And K2SO, because K2SO is All amazing. the characters in this movie were just very cool. So right. I'm, I'm, I'm really into the whole aesthetic. The movie was gorgeous. That last, that la- that last Leia, Darth, Vader, Darth Vader scene. The last Vader scene was He went ham sandwich. That's, those wait, that's like what I've wanted to see since I was a little kid. And that was some real terror like those people were yes, screaming five go go like like yell it like the door when that door wouldn't open i was like oh my god open the door Yo. what's wrong with the door i'm like put the thing in the little crack Whoa. but he wasn't trying to get the thing in the crack he's trying to get out what a boss too when when they're reporting to vader they're like hey the ship is going down so we're just going to pull everybody out of there and vader says all right let's get docking ready like let, let's get a, a docking ship ready Mm-hmm. Like, what, what, what do you mean? You, you're going to get on it? Because it's going down right now. And you're going to get on it. Like, he just knew he was the only person who could do the thing. And he still didn't do it. But, yo, that was nuts. The G. And then we finally get the thing to Princess Leia. Give it to Leia. And we got that. Another, oh, okay. A little Uncanny Valley. Weird, yeah. CG Leia. But I can hang. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can pick that apart forever and ever and ever. But the point is... It, the effect was right. It did its thing. It, the effect was right. I know who you are, who mm-hmm. you are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It's cool to me to see that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm cool. Even if you didn't nail it 100%, okay, I'm cool. Yes. I, that movie was thoroughly enjoyable. And I think about if I were a kid and I had just seen that movie, before Star Wars. Hope. If, if, if Well, before, after, whatever. But like, no, if no. I had just seen this movie, Rogue One, I'd have been so obsessed with these characters. Mm-hmm. And they had this sad realization that, well, Jyn Erso's not They're all dead. Back. Shoot. They're and also, the- there, was no roman- there was no romantic relationship between... And you know what's interesting? It wasn't about that. No. It wasn't about romance between any of the characters. Well, you know, I, I guess there's, a you know... Um, what's the best way to put that? Well, what is the, um, not a prediction, but a, a fan theory or something mm-hmm. like that, a fan theory that there was. Mm-hmm. But from, from my perspective, it wasn't about, even when they like embraced each other, it was not out of like, oh, look into my eyes. It was kind of like, yo, again, it's almost like two soldiers who are about to take this L together. It's like, mm-hmm. look, man, this is it. We did That's what it. we came to do. Yeah. You know, we uploaded that to the cloud. <laughs> you know, they got the password. <laughs> <laughs> now we can go. Yeah. You know? And yeah. it's 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 very and the, and and, I, and I'll say it makes a new hope. Now, like I said, for me, this is kind of like my final recap thoughts. You know what? Let's let's do that. I think we've talked about it all. We've we've touched on everything. You think so? Yeah, yeah. So I, what do you say so? What are your final thoughts then? Well, okay, look, if I've got to give it a score, I give it a Hammerhead Corvette out of 10. Hammerhead Corvette. I need that song to come out. Yeah, no, that's like a Weird Al thing coming. I'm sure somebody will do Any that. day. Um, I, I went into Rogue One hoping to see a new experience with familiar characters, and I got exactly what I wanted. I 
recognize that it is not a perfect movie, but the experience that I had was a fan made a movie about Star Wars for Star Wars fans, and it gave me everything that I wanted. Everything. All of it. I cannot wait to see this movie a second time. Mm -hmm. And then I cannot wait to own the movie so I can grab one of those scenes and use it as the background wallpaper on my like computer. Mm. Like Everything about this movie was so dope. I hope that this is a sign of the kind of quality and the intent of the A Star Wars Story uh, brand of upcoming movies. Because we got Han Solo coming. Yep. We got Young Lando. Young Lando. Young Han. And where I could be cynical and say, come on, y'all, this is a money grab. Can we stop? If if Rogue One came out and was like this and made me feel this, Rogue One might have been the darkest Star Wars movie I've seen yet. It also gave me a lot of optimism. Yeah. So my thoughts are, <clears throat> this adds something to the Star Wars cinematic story that makes all of it better it makes all of it makes me care it's a modifier yes mm -hmm. and it's something that you know it's it's we talk about how heath ledger added to canon like he added to the joker he mm -hmm. added to the batman mythos mm -hmm. now heath ledger's joker is now a part of what it means to be a part of Gotham. Yeah. Very rarely does an actor come to some, some such an iconic character like the Joker and leave it better than he found it. You know what I'm saying? A lot mm -hmm. of times prequels are like, man, it was cool. Or, it was okay. But very rarely do you come into something and you go, everything that's before it and after it is better now because of what I did. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel about Rogue One. Everything before it and after it is better now. It makes more sense. And for a person who really didn't care about A New Hope, now I'm actually excited to watch A New Hope again because when Princess Leia receives that message, mm -hmm. I know what just happened for her to get that message. How many people gave their lives, people who I am emotionally attached to and feel like I have a relationship as a fan to. Mm -hmm. Baze Malbus died for you to get this. Sharut died for you to get this. Bodhi died for you to get this. Mm -hmm. Like K2SO and um, Kacian and who else? Jin. Uh, Jin. Jin like, all of these people died for you to get this message so that, and then when the deaths, when they actually shoot the Death Star and it blows up, I know why that happened and what went down for that and the intricate plot and the insides and like, oh, somebody gave their life and had the long game and put a plan together. And this really speaks to like the heritage and what happens, like what you do today matters mm -hmm. and you might die doing it. Mm -hmm. You might give your life doing it. You might not see the results, but doing right right now, it blazes the trail and sets the opportunity for the next generation, the next generation to come along. You might not see mm -hmm. what you do today, the payoff, Yeah, but, you can look now and see that a Luke Skywalker has an opportunity to be who he is because of what Jyn Erso did. Yeah. What Baze, you know, what, what, like, what Baze did, what um, Saul Guerrero did. Like, all, and so that to me is like, okay, that's why this is so important. That's why this is so good. Mm. And I like these moments, the moments where it's, I get it. And it emotionally affects me. Yeah. I'm not kind of like, oh, I'm supposed to like this. 
so I like this. Yeah, sure, sure, There's sure. There's a sure. genuine thing that leaps in me that makes me go, oh, this matters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I see why all of this matters. So when I, because that's one of the hardest things for me with Star Wars. I would always be like, so the giant moon thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it just exists and you just blows up planets. Okay, I, I guess the Death Star, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, sure, sure, whatever. You know, and you just shoot the thing in the. Okay, and then it blew up. All right, cool. Yeah, you got the plans, and oh, help me, Obi. Okay, fine. I guess, sure. and it's not just because it's old. But it did did a good job with the storytelling. They made me care. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. They they the stakes were high. Like, so I just think it was a good movie, and they did a good job of connecting the Lego pieces. So yeah, I'm with it. I'm in. I'm I'm in. I'm in all the way. And I think while we, you and I disagree on the importance of the movie being made, no oh, that's doubt just because you're not listening to me. And because, oh, you know what? Hold on. Yeah. Can you just play this back? Hey, listeners, give us a pause. I just got to re-listen to this episode we just recorded. Right. I'll make sure I got that. Yeah. I'll listen to that mm-hmm. closely. Yeah. But even if we don't agree on that, it is undeniable that Rogue One adds this new flavor to the Star Wars universe. Yeah. This new color that fills in some gaps. Mm-hmm. And it's what a different I, type of movie. Yeah. It's a and, different type of story. And that's why I have to go back all the way to the beginning and say... It is so important that the name of this movie is Rogue One, a Star Wars story, and not the other way around. That is exciting. And as someone who really thrives in that in that extra content, in the extra canon, in the books, in the video games, the extended lore, I live for that. You know why that's important? Mm. Because it takes the pressure off and it allows you to tell a story like this. Yeah. Yeah, because absolutely. you don't have all the expectation. You're not living in the shadow of, you know, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, you have more creative license. Absolutely. Right. So you can. So this you, is the sort of thing I want to see DC movies get. Yeah. Because when I see DC says uh, it's not a connected universe, we could do different creatives, different directors, different storytellers. We can tell all kinds of things. Yeah. And then they keep rolling out stuff that feels the same. Yeah. It's disappointing. Mm-hmm. I want. Give me a different. Give me. Give me different variety of feelings of emotions put uh uh the director of dope back on flash or just let him go do something else i guess but like dc come on thank you for the five stars and a positive comment um do appreciate Walt that. disney thank you yeah yeah gareth edwards director of godzilla thick john thank you for the five stars <laughs> and the positive comment appreciate you if you can get a copy of Shin Godzilla for me and Ak. I'm sure you got the hookup. Yeah. Neither of us have seen it. Yeah, help us out. Yeah. We, we, had, we had a situation that didn't allow us to see it in theaters. Busy that day. Yeah. yeah. Something, you know, something light. Busy that day. But that's our that's our thoughts. That is our debrief Woo! on Rogue One. Yeah. A Star Wars story. Yeah. Um, It's pretty, uh, it's pretty, we pretty much laid it out there. Yeah. Yeah. Good flick. It was good. So I don't even know what's coming up next. I think John Wick's coming out in February. Are we going to do one shot off fences? Are we going to do a one shot off fences? I don't know. You know, maybe we still got to do one on uh, Arrival. Yeah, we do. We yeah. do. We got to get around to that. that again. Uh, the, I'm sure there's some other things that are coming out. Oh, uh, the new Triple X. You want to do what? Yeah, yes, you know what? That's probably I a good idea. Do. Because that's yes, going to be. Yes, I uh, do. When is Absolutely. that? When does that come out? I think that's uh, coming January? out around Christmas, actually. Really? Yeah. 
Well, you know what? Let me just tell you. Let me just give you a heads up. You can't type in XXX in yeah. Google and expect yeah. to see Vin Diesel <laughs> right. on a dirt bike. Right. Let me just tell you what I learned right quick. Probably see something you didn't necessarily plan on seeing. Wasn't planning on doing a one shot for this. No. Pro- no, I probably not. Triple X Return of Xander Cage. God, that name. January 20th. So oh. that's a it's a little ways out. January 20th. Then we got um, the new John Wick trailer came out. We'll talk about that oh in episode 51. God. Yeah. So thank you guys for sitting with us. Yeah. And uh, we want to hear from you guys about what your thoughts were on Rogue One, a Star Wars story. So you can hit Adam up on Twitter. His Twitter is... Adam Tetris, A-D-A-M-T-E-T-E-R-U-S. And you can hit me up on Twitter. My Twitter is at Octavius A. Newman, O-C-T-A-V-I-U-S-A-N-E-W-M-A-N. Let us know what you thought about Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Also, if you want to ask us questions, you can use the hashtag AskCBJ. You can also send emails to comicbookjunto at barefruit.com. That's B-3-A-R-F-R-U-I-T.com. And please... Leave us five stars and a positive comment on mm-hmm. iTunes. Re- subscribe on iTunes. Subscribe, rate, review. That's very important. It helps us raise up in rankings, and it helps us be able to get seen by more people who could appreciate what we're doing on Comic Book Junto. Mm-hmm. We got some plans for 2017. Um, so we're Adam and I are trying to work those out. We're trying to do some video stuff. We're trying to do some live streaming stuff. We're trying to do some live in-person stuff. Mm-hmm. More merchandise, more fist bump ideas, more... Merch in general. So 2017, we're trying to expand what Campo Junto is doing. So if you got any ideas, hit us up on Twitter and email as well. Yeah. And uh, if you got any other movies you want to see us do one shots on, if you just have any cool ideas that you think Comic Book Junto would help us expand in 2017 and do some more content yeah, that let us know. you want us to do, let us know because we want to make things that we think are cool, but we ultimately want to make things that you guys want. Yeah. So if you have an idea about an app that we can use or a certain platform, whether it be Facebook Live, Instagram Live, Periscope, Twitter, um, I don't know, any anything that you want to hit us with, make sure you hit it with us, hit, hit us with it, and through the, the outlets that we've given you so that we can hear from you and we can talk back to you. Um, yeah. So that's that. I uh, I put a game together on Friday right before I saw Rogue One, and uh, I played this game with a couple of people, a couple of friends, and this game was, is this the name of a rapper, or is this the name of a Star Wars character? And let me tell you what, it's not as easy as you might expect. Hmm. So on our regular show coming up, which will be episode 52, by the way, mm-hmm. new 52. Is it 52 or 51? 52. So 52 is the next one. That's right. Okay. So on, on our next episode, on our next episode, 52, I'm, I'm going to hit you with that, with a couple of these. Is this a Star Wars character? Or is this a rapper? Got you. It's not easy. Okay. And I learned that for the most part. When rappers choose their names, they I, clearly they look through like a Star Wars encyclopedia and they just find out what's been taken, mm. and then they you know they just make some up, right? That haven't been claimed yet. It's it's, it's tough. It's, okay, I, I thought I knew, but clearly I don't. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Get ready for that. Well, that's that. Hit us up on the socials. Make sure that you follow us on SoundCloud. Leave comments on this podcast there as well. Again, we love you guys. Thank you for listening. Until next time, peace. (laughs) 